Hey, DadBod Project brother, my name is Daniel Dezan and I am the host of the go-to podcast for men all around the globe that are looking to learn not only how to become healthier physically, but also mentally as well. I've been a personal trainer and a health coach for over 15 years and I've helped hundreds of men just like you smash their health and fitness goals. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. And I uncovered some truths and some facts when it comes to this. And to my shock, what I learned was almost 50% of our children aged between 9 and 16 have experienced regular exposure to porn and sexual images. Now, I don't know about you, but being a parent of children aged around that, well, 9 and 5, made me really feel very funny about that and felt really uncomfortable to read that as a fact. And that's very alarming as a parent. And that's obviously a massive problem that so many of our children are being exposed to porn, sexual images and that alike. And obviously that's not a good thing, but I can completely see how the use, the increased use of technology in our society has made the internet really accessible and obviously straying eyes and wandering eyes and curious minds like our kids have, have winded up getting them down the road of things that they shouldn't be seeing and feelings that they shouldn't be feeling as well. So that's pretty bad. That's 50% and that's a pretty high number as well. And I would probably suggest, I would have thought it would have been a much higher number than that as well. So unfortunately, porn is at the moment being used of one of the main sources of education about sex, about practices of sex, about safe sex, unsafe sex. And that's a big problem because if we are relying on porn and pornography to teach important lessons of sex and safe sex and consensual sex, then that is a massive issue because porn as an industry is a massive one and is continually trying to push the boundaries of what's considered okay and what's considered acceptable. And if we are learning from a massive multi-billion dollar industry, if we are relying on that to be our source of education, this is obviously a massive problem and this is why we are in the situation that we are. So I want to share with you a little bit about my porn addiction. And this is something that I'm going to be super vulnerable about. And this is not something that I've spoken about very many times, but I got myself to a point where I myself was addicted to porn. And let me explain to you how it actually happened. So obviously, you would be familiar with the the social media app called WhatsApp. Yeah, most of us have learned WhatsApp. If you don't know what WhatsApp is, and I question if you have even been living outside of a cave. If you don't know what WhatsApp is, it's a social media app you it's run by facebook and it's essentially a messaging service and what happens is usually a whole bunch of group people go into these groups on whatsapp and they distribute information and videos and what have you so what happened was i was a a member of quite a few groups that involved friends and family over the years and it just started with them sending just random videos 
maybe car accidents, maybe people doing funny things, maybe people doing amazing things, maybe like violent fights out in the street. It's just a just a mixed bag of the videos that you can get or that I was getting through WhatsApp. But increasingly what was happening is I was being sent a lot of pornographic videos, pornos, porn videos. And I didn't think anything of it when they first started getting sent to me. Obviously, as a man, I enjoyed seeing them. I enjoyed looking at them. And that's really it. I didn't really think much of it. And fast forward months, Fast forward, I don't, I, I don't even know how long it was going for, but it became, uh, it, be, it got my, I got myself to a point that because I was being exposed to so much of it almost on a daily basis, that what happened was when I, we, there was none of the boys that didn't share on any videos on that particular day of a, of a porn video, then I would be like, where's the where's the porn? And I didn't even really think of it. And I'm like, wow, I'm actually actively now seeking it out. It went from like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. That's kind of good to look at to a point that like, shit, I am craving looking at porn. And this is starting to become a problem. And it's not until I had a conversation with a good friend of mine that came across a video speaking of porn and our addiction to porn and just how damaging it is. And what my friend shared with me is the fact that it causes actual damage to your brain. And I'm like, what? What do you mean like damage to the brain? Because my experience of what what I thought of why porn was bad is because it re kind of rewires your idea of what a, of what sex is with your partner and what a relationship is and what you're meant to do during sex. And I thought that's about as far as it went. It kind of just, it skews your perception and your ideas on what sex is in the real world. And I thought that's about as far as it got. But it turns out when he explained to me that it actually causes brain damage on the same pathway, which we'll get to in a second, on the same pathway as what drugs do, I was like, what? Like my mind was literally blown because I'm like, no, that's very bad. And like, I, I thought it was just like a social reason of why it was not a good idea. And, you know, obviously being in a marriage and being in a relationship, I thought that's about as far as it went, but it turned out to be far worse than that. And I watched the video, I think it was about a 20 minute video of this neuroscientist literally breaking down the mechanisms of what happens and the damage it causes. And I'm like, nah, that is it. As soon as I watched that video, I made a promise that I was never going to watch another porn video again. And I think it, that was probably about nine months ago. And I haven't watched a single one since because when I seen the the damage that it can cause at a brain level, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. So that literally blew my mind away. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it anymore. Like I made a conscious decision when I used to back in the party days, do drugs and ecstasy and, and all of that. I made a, a constant conscious decision to not do that for my health because I didn't want to screw my brain up. And here I was doing something so casually on a daily basis that was causing the exact same problem of, of, of drug taking. And I'm like, well, if that's the case, I might as well go back to doing drugs then if I'm going to damage my brain. So I made a decision on that day that I was never going to watch porn again, but it crept up on, it crept up on me. And I mean, anyone that has had any form of addiction will also 
say the same thing to you. I mean, no one in their right mind that is addicted to gambling, for example, no one, they, they didn't start hitting the pokies with the intention of ruining their life. And they just literally started playing it casually. And then they played it a bit more. And then it became an obsession. And then it's like, shit, I can't stop. And I'm relying on this. And obviously, that's how addictions happen. So let me explain to you of what the actual mechanism and what the problem is with your brain of when you watch porn. So porn induces a flood of what we call dopamine. And dopamine is our reward, our reward chemical that we have in our body. So when we do something nice and we, when we cross off something on our list of the to-do or we get patted on the head and say, good job, like that feel-good feeling that we get is uh, an increase in amount of dopamine, right? So the same way, so the problem with porn is that it, it induces an unnaturally high level of this chemical called dopamine or this neurotransmitter that we call dopamine. So it works along the same pathways as what drugs, cocaine, heroin, ice do to our brains. And when I learned that, um, I was just like, I, I could not believe of something that we have so much easy access to, which is porn, has the same kind of damaging effects as what illegal drugs have. So it damages the receptor, the receptors in your brain that are responsible for, and obviously I'm going to butcher this up because I'm not a neuroscientist, but from what, what my understanding is, this high amounts of dopamine flooding in the brain fucks up the receptors of your brain and it can leave you unresponsive to regular sex. So in other words, what that means is if you have been constantly exposing your brain to porn that is very hardcore and that is very kind of violent almost in a way, then what that means is when you go into back into your real world and you engage in normal everyday sex, that's no longer fulfilling because you have been, you have got your, your brain used to a point where it's been flooded with unnaturally high levels of dopamine. And then you go back to, uh, you, you go back to being unresponsive to regular sex in the way that if a drug addict takes a particular amount of drugs when they first start, then what happens is they start building the tolerance to this um, to this amount that they're having. And of course, what that means is they need to be having more to get the same feeling and they need to have more to get to the same feeling. And this is essentially how an addiction happens and porn addiction is no different. So it completely floods your body and your brain with unnaturally high levels of this dopamine. And what happens is the brain is like, well, if we're getting all this flood of dopamine that's way too high, then we need to downregulate everything. And essentially what that means is it makes it a lot more harder in the future to actually feel good because you have screwed the part of your brain that is responsible for the secretion of this important hormone that we call dopamine. So that's fucking bad. And when I found that out, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. And you wouldn't believe of how many of my friends how many of my clients are completely unaware of this? I mean, we all know to a degree that 
that porn isn't the best thing to be consuming. But I don't think anyone who's having these kinds of conversations and truly explaining at a kind of at a brain level of why that's bad. And and I feel that if that was there was more education around this, that a lot more men wouldn't be wouldn't be consuming this porn and wouldn't think that it just it's a bit of a laugh. You know, it makes me feel good. I'm just going to watch a bit a few minutes of this video. And if they understood that it is causing damage to the brain in the same way that drugs do, then I think there would be plenty of more men that would think twice about their consumption of their porn. So I have written down some tips that I would like to share with you that I have found useful for myself when I was going through getting rid and shaking off this addiction to porn. And I have helped plenty of clients explain to as well. And obviously, full disclosure, I'm not a sex therapist. I'm not anything like that. But I'm literally a person that is sharing with you an experience that I had with being addicted to porn. And I obviously didn't intend on it, but it just happened. It, it just happened. And hopefully by me sharing my story with you is that you help by me being vulnerable with you and sharing with you a story that doesn't necessarily make me feel very comfortable is that it gives you the permission to do something about your addiction if you if you're consuming porn on a regular basis. So I've written down some tips that I think you would find useful that I certainly found useful. And that is Number one, have difficult conversations with your friends and your family. So what does that mean? So when I was having these porn videos sent to me and forwarded to me on WhatsApp, it was like really uncomfortable for me to kind of come up in my mind, like, how am I going to tell the boys that they need to stop sending me these videos and this porn because I don't want to see it anymore? And I'm like, fuck, there's no real, like, there's no way to say this without, like, I felt like I'm like soft and I'm like a pussy for telling my boys that I didn't want to watch porn anymore. I'm like, but because it just felt so normal and we'd been doing this for months and laughing and commenting on it. So I'm having all these videos sent to me and now all of a sudden I'm in this situation where daily I'm getting video after video after video of all this porn sent to me and I'm like, fuck, what do I do? Like, do I lie and say that for religious reasons, I'm, I'm not going to do that? Not that I'm knocking any people that don't do it for religious reasons, but I'm like, I'm trying to think of like the best excuse that I can use for me not wanting them to send me any more porn. And there wasn't, there wasn't any kind of easy conversation. I just had to be honest. I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to be watching porn anymore. And the reaction was like, why? And I'm like, I didn't really want to get into like the ins and outs and, and all of that. And I'm like, oh, and I just I just don't want to watch any more of it. I'm done. And they they were okay with that, but they were a little bit weird. And I'm like, so I had to have the conversation. So you need to sometimes have the difficult conversation with people in, in if you're in your in if you're in a WhatsApp group and there's constant amount of porn, then either leave the group or just tell them to stop sending it to you. It's as simple as that. Because I was getting flooded with so much porn, porn through WhatsApp, porn through my messenger, which is a big problem because I've got a VA that has access to my account and if she starts seeing all this illicit material i'm going to look like a big fuckwit so that was from a business perspective that was also an important move too so yeah have a difficult conversation with your mates have a diff difficult conversation with your family and just tell them that you're not you don't want to see it anymore right number two get therapy i think that a massive reason of why we become addicted to things whether it be porn whether it be alcohol whether it be drugs whether it be sex whether it be 
work, whether it be cleaning, whether it be whatever form of addiction, I think comes from a deep-seated trauma. And plenty of people that I know that have had addictions and beat addictions did it successfully through therapy. And I have brought up therapy quite a few times on my podcast because it needs more airtime. And unfortunately, us men have this belief system that just because the idea of us getting therapy almost seems so foreign because it's like it has this stigma where like, why would I go and get a therapy? I'm like, I'm not crazy. I, I, I hear things like that all the time. And I'm like, it's a real, it's a weird kind of connection that we make where we have this belief system almost that only crazy people go and see therapists. And it's not true at all. And I, I always use this as an example. I mean, you don't think anything of going to get your car serviced and optimized, getting the oil changed, the, the brakes the oil replaced and the brakes changed. You don't think anything of that and you're optimizing your car. So the same way, in the same way that you're optimizing your car, therapy needs to be seen as optimizing your headspace and optimizing the program that's running your life. Because if you don't optimize it and you keep it outdated, it's like having a brand new MacBook running on a 1995 program. I mean, how well is it going to run? It's not going to run well at all. So that's the way that I want you to view therapy. It's a form of mental optimization. It doesn't mean you're crazy. It doesn't mean you're broken. It doesn't mean any of that. It just literally means that you're having someone to hold you accountable for your mental health, which is great. Just like I hold my clients accountable to their exercise as their coach and as their personal trainer, the same thing is is done, but just on, on a mental health level. And I think that that's a really good thing. And we need to start having more conversations around therapy being okay. And therapy not just being of use for if you feel like you're crazy and you don't need to be like banging your head against the wall, feel like you're wearing a straight jacket to benefit from therapy. So let's normalize therapy and let's not have this belief system that only crazy people see therapists because it's just not true. The last point that I want to share with you is one that you might not find works for you, but it worked for me for when I was going through my addiction to porn And that was, I cold turkey that shit. And I remembered what kind of damage it is doing to my brain. And I, and I remember of why I stopped doing my partying on the weekend where I would have pills and powders and coke and and sniffing cocaine and all of that kind of stuff. I did that for my own health. And I did that because I didn't want to damage my brain. So whenever, when I made a decision to go cold turkey and to never watch porn ever again, then I continually wanted to, I I reminded myself of what kind of damage it's doing if I do go back to watching porn. So I literally went cold turkey. I made a decision and I I didn't go back and I made a decision that I was never, ever going to watch porn ever again. So that might not work for you, depending on your personality, if you are in a state of being addicted to porn, but it certainly did work well for me. And I cold turkey that shit and I never looked back and um, I had urges to watch porn probably a couple of days after, maybe even a couple of weeks and certain things like with most addictions were triggering it. But for the most part, the longer that it went on, I, I don't even even think about it anymore to the point that my wife, some <laughs> she's in shock that I have stopped because she seen not 
watched them, but she's seen how many videos were being forwarded in our group chats of just porn after porn after porn videos. So she was shocked that I made the change. And when I told her that I'm going cold turkey and I'm not watching porn ever again, she was surprised. And she obviously was excited as well. And I think that my level of thought, my ability to focus has also improved as well. And this is all on the back of, of me making the decision that I, I wasn't going to do it anymore. I wasn't going to watch any more porn. It's not funny and it's actually causing damage to my brain. So that's it. That's it for today's podcast. And I sincerely hope that it resonates with you. And if you are in this position of getting access and, and having your boys and your friends and your family send you porn and, and pornographic videos, then you start to, I hope now you have more of an awareness around why it's not a good idea, not just from a social perspective and a relationship perspective, but much deeper than that from a, from a biological brain perspective as well. So I would love to know what your thoughts are on this topic. And if you want to hit me up in the DMs, feel free to do that as well. I, I get quite a few people post podcast, depending on the topic, reach out to me and, and either thank me or thank me for bringing it to the to their awareness. And um, it, it's always it's always good to be of service and bring up content and information that not many people are talking about. So you know, Coach Dan's got your back and comes at you with the hard hitting shit and the hard hitting subjects. So we'll jump on tomorrow for another podcast. We'll do it all again. What are we talking about? Uh, oh, we're continuing on a little bit of the porn stuff, but I really appreciate your attention. I really appreciate your eyeballs and I sincerely hope that you got value out of this. And if you learned something, then I would love that you implement it straight away. Because if you learn something without implementing it straight away, you've completely wasted your opportunities. So have the best day ever. Hump day Wednesday, hashtag workout Wednesday, and we'll do it all again tomorrow. I appreciate every single one of you. Coach Daniel from the Dad Bod Project is out. Boom. Thank you so much for tuning into the Dad Bod Pod podcast, the number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong, and healthy life as a modern day man. If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words Dad Bod. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words DadBod to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the words DadBod. And me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right, correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.